Thanks for tuning in to Michigan Due Season Ministry. This show will air every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We pray that you are encouraged, inspired, transformed, and renewed. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the message. everyone and welcome to the Michigan chapter of BWE Due Season Ministry. It is your season to be blessed, your season to be encouraged, your season to overcome and to understand all the blessings of the Lord which are yes and amen for you. So this evening is my pleasure. I'm Reverna Tony. And I'm coming to introduce and present and open up the evening. And I want to acknowledge the Lord God Almighty, Elohim, hallelujah, the Lord Most High, for all his goodness and his mercy unto us. I want to acknowledge our overseer, Dr. Oscar Underwood, and our very special, intelligent, amazingly anointed Dr. Jacqueline Renee King, our CEO whom God gave such a great vision to minister to mankind, women, men, girls across the world. Yes, BWE is international. Hallelujah. And I'm going to open tonight, this evening also, I have to refer to and mention our very own state director, uh, Pastor Dr. Teresa Moulton, who will be speaking this evening. And I want to open in prayer and just before we begin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come tonight to honor you, to thank you, and to bless your holy name, to lift it up high above every name. You said that if we would lift you, you would draw all men. So tonight, due season has come to walk through the word and inspire and encourage and touch lives that they will be changed. Hallelujah. We thank you for every listener. We thank you for every participant. We thank you for all of our staff. We thank you. We feel so honored to be invited into your the personal space of all those that will encounter the word tonight. We've come to walk through the word and be enlightened and be encouraged. And, God, we thank you. It's in you that we live and move and have our being. What a blessing. We pray in Jesus' name upon everyone connected with this broadcast. Amen. Well, tonight, due season, is going to begin a series speaking on love the various aspects of love. And this topic is very exciting because it covers so much and reaches so many situations. And actually, love makes the difference. 
I thought about the fruit of the Spirit earlier, and the very first one is love. And I would like to encourage you to know that all of the other fruit, everything else is arranged and is hinged upon love. So let us focus in on love tonight. I just want to remind you that God's love for you is too big to understand with your brain, but it's not too big to feel with your heart. So we thank the Lord for his love toward us, and we love him because he first loved us. When we were standing there, when we were drowning even in our own blood and lost, his love found us, and he has touched us and strengthened us. He's healed us and comforted us all through his love, his great unfailing love toward us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him would not perish but have everlasting life. So tonight, please welcome and and prepare to be blessed as we talk about love, the difference that love makes. God first. God so loved us. And we so love you tonight and prepare to be blessed and realize that due season was put together and arranged with much prayer and thought how we could bless you and be encouraging to you. So at this time, it's my pleasure. I'm going to present to you our very own state director, Pastor Dr. Teresa Moulton. Amen. God bless you, sis. It's so wonderful to have you. We're looking forward to the word tonight. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you as well. We greet you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. And we do honor the Lord once again because without him we can do nothing. But through Christ we can do all things. I thank him for allowing me to even wake up this morning knowing that it was his love that woke me up this morning and not me, myself, or myself doing any of the functions so when we think about love, we know no greater love than this, that a man will lay down his life for a friend. So I thank God that Jesus went to the cross, and I'm free today because of the blood that was shed at Calvary. Father, we bless you for this great initiative on today. I want to honor those that's over this great, oh, my God, global initiative. I say it's a blog land. I call it blog land because there's so many listeners that, are tuned in right now that need a word from God and need to know that God is the one that can love them back into position. Somebody been knocked down, but they're about to rise back up to position in the name of Jesus. So right now I want to honor Dr. Apostle Oscar Underwood, a very wonderful man of God, a very humble man of God. Thank God for uh, my dear sister, uh, Jacqueline King, the CEO, Dr. Jacqueline King. I thank God for her on tonight who made it possible for even now for us to be on this line, to be sharing the word of God, breaking bread with those who need to eat at the table. I thank God for his love because this has been in my spirit. I taught it even at my own Bible class, but I came in a different way. And tonight, God changed it that quick. Uh, uh, the topic I first had was a different topic that I have now. But tonight, the topic will be, there is power in the love of God. 
So before we go before God with the word, I always like to honor him in prayer because my sister, she already brought us in with prayer, so I don't have to be repetitious. I just want to say, Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you because you shed your blood at Calvary. And because your blood was shed, we have a right now to the tree of life. We have a right, God, to walk in the fullness of God. We have a right now to take authority over everything that's not like you. We have a right to cast down every imagination now. We thank you, God. We can speak things into existence now because you went to the cross. And when you went to hell, you took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And that gave us a right to have authority over every demonic force that tried to move over the people of God. And we thank you once again, God. Let thy kingdom come. Let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And I know in heaven there's no confusion. So I thank you right now as we release the anointing of God, we thank you for the aura. I I can smell the aroma of the Spirit even now, God, that you're about to release over your people. Somebody's about to be delivered that thought they couldn't make it another day. But God is saying to you, my love is greater than anyone that is on the earth in the name of Jesus. And now, God, because of your blood was shed, I stand on the word of God, Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and I thank you in advance for that. As the blood of Jesus Christ covers this prayer by faith, it is so in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We thank God once again for that beautiful, beautiful introduction by Evangelist Reverend Reed Tony, we thank God for her, and also for the young lady Lisa Kai, thank God for you. And tonight the Lord has placed in my spirit, uh, there's power in the love of God. There is power in the love of God. And, you know, the more we love God, the stronger we get. Amen? I can remember when we were young, you know, we thought we liked little boys or little boys like little girls. And, you know, how you knew somebody liked you, they would pull your hair or whatever. Or, you know, something silly just to get your attention. They might throw or hit you with a piece of uh, paper and you, you giggle or whatever. But see, God's love is deep. It goes so deep. God's love goes so deep that it can, I'm talking about your enemies, will be your footstool. And that's what I love about him. We are not to have combat with flesh because he told us to overcome evil with good. Amen. So today, before I go before you, I want to uh, let you know my foundation is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6. And then I'm going to come back. First, I'm going to start at Luke. I'm going to start at Luke first because I have about 12 verses, but I'm not going to do all 12. I'm going to do six. Okay, we're going to go with Luke 6.35, and it says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be Sons of the Most High, for he is kind. That's what I love about God. He's kind. He's not mean to us. He's kind to the unthankful and the evil. Isn't that something? How could you be kind to someone 
who's not thankful, and they're very evil towards you, but that lets you know that there's not enough God in them. So as we being the light of the world, guess what? They see something in us. They, they feel the presence of the Almighty in us because of the love of God. And we thank him for that, even as we rejoice over knowing the love that's in us is the righteousness of God through Christ. But rejoice with them in truth. Rejoice with everyone in truth. When you see a person be blessed, then rejoice. Don't get angry. Don't get jealous. Don't get bent out of shape. Just say, Lord, I thank you. You blessed my sister. If you blessed her, you're able to bless me. Then you have your neighbors sometime. You know, your neighbors can sometimes be a little nosy or picky, but the Lord teaches us to to treat our neighbors right. You know, tell them the truth and testify the truth to them and tell them, you know, you know, God love you and I do too. And the more you exercise the love of God, there's mercy going to come. Because in verse 36, you say, therefore, be merciful, just as your father also is merciful. How many know that before you were saved, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us? So that lets us know that, guess what, we wasn't even worthy to be counted of those that are sanctified. I thank him for his love on today because without his love, I couldn't be on this line with you now. But because of his love, I'm able to talk to people all over the world. I'm talking, I got people who call me today that are going through things. And, uh, you know, it's marriage and, and some things or other things and some things you can't talk about because it's so deep, amen? But I know this, the power of love will inspire us. It will inspire us to want to treat our neighbor right. It inspire you to want to treat those that treat you wrong, amen? Because, you know, that's the enemy's job to try to bring contention and to bring strife and division and derisions and things of that nature. God is a God of love, and in him there's no darkness. So I thank him because the more I love off on God, the more I let the power move in me, the more I'm getting closer to God and I hear his voice. He lets me know what to do, how to do it, when to say it, back up, come in, go out. That's how God operates because he's a loving God. Now we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, if you will. We're going to go there, and then we're going to start at verse, I want to start at verse 1 and then drop to 4. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass and clanging cymbals. Do you know that's so much happening even now, even in our churches we we do all that long talking and we do all that hoopla, but I'm gonna tell you something. God is getting ready to do some stuff to the church, and we don't get to that job. The job he Christ died for the church. He didn't die for you to spend uh, 75 minutes on 
all this other political stuff. And, you know, he died for you to preach the word and tell somebody who's been caught up in sin or a degradation and, and those who have been lost in, you know, life to bring them up out of the dunghill and to bring them from the gutter, oh, my God, to the utter. I'm talking about love lifted me. And I, I, I'm telling you, when nothing else could help me, it was love that lifted me. I got a testimony because of that. And, you know, people don't understand sometimes because you can preach for hours when you know where God brought you from. You don't have to you know, rehearse anything because that thing is seared in your spirit. It's like, you know, like to the bone and the marrow. It's like, God, thank you. I'm a prisoner. I'm like, Paul, I got to serve you every day of my life. And the Bible reads that we go down and it says that in verse 4, love suffers long and it is kind. You know love will suffer with you. In other words, if I love you, uh, you may be going through some things. You may not uh, be on the same level I'm on. And, you know, we come in the church, everybody ain't on the same level. And, you know, we have a tendency of you know, having a group over here that's so anointed and appointed, and then we have a group over here that, uh, yeah, they needed to get it together. And all the time, those that's pointing the finger, telling them they're anointed and appointed, they need to get it together because the Bible says, "Judge not, lest ye be judged." And I believe that God is getting ready to raise up the no-name people in this hour. I'm talking about people you haven't heard their names before are getting ready to get to the forefront because the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And that's what I love about God because he's no respect to person. Amen? And the Bible says love suffers long and it is kind. I, I need somebody to be kind to me. I don't need you to stun on my toe and then say you love me. Love does not envy. Stop being envious. You know, stay in your lane. If you good to bake cake, bake some cakes. Amen? If you good to sow, sow. If you know you ain't called to preach, then just teach. Amen? But when you know you called to something, just be called to it. Amen? I had a situation uh, with someone, and I'm not going to say any name or anything, but I had told him I had just edited, you know, I'm in the editing part of my book. And because I said that, they immediately told me, God told them uh, to to get me to help them to write a book. And I said to myself, I said, oh, okay. But guess what? I said, if God told them to write a book, then he'll give them the the anointing to write it. Amen? So guess what? I'm going to help them only because of the love of God. But when it comes down to you staying in your lane, God equip you with whatever it is you're supposed to do. It flows just like the river. Love is like a river. It never stops. It flows. And that's how we got to get to that place that love flows in spite of how you feel about a person, in spite of how they are, wherever they came from. They may not have come from the same place you come from, but guess what? They still belong to God because he said that he loved the world. For God so loved the world. It didn't say, for God so loved the Washingtons or the Johnsons. For God so loved the world that he gave his only. He gave the last that he had, the very best. If you give God your very best, 
he'll give you his very best. So I thank him for that, putting that in my spirit, because that's the only way I can stand today. Because some people will make you feel inadequate. They'll make you feel like you're not worthy to be in the presence of God. But I'm here tonight to tell somebody out there in blog land, on the radio land, that you can make it through adversity. You can make it through whatever somebody tries to tell you that you cannot do. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And if they knock you down, God said he'll pick you right back up. Because he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. All you got to do is stick with God. And you'll be all right. Amen. And the Bible reads as such. It says, love suffers long. It's kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. In other words, you want to be the big kahuna all the time, the peacock or whatever. And don't parade itself. You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he said, I'll exalt you in due season. All you got to do is, is humble yourself. God loves a humble spirit. Amen. Some of us was born with an extrovert personality. Some was born with an introvert. But guess what? Both personalities have their place in the kingdom of God. Amen. And that's why God said to love each other as I have loved you. Amen. And then it says, love does not parade itself and it is not puffed up. Don't puff yourself up. Now, don't you stick your chest out because God can deflate it. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. And, you know, you got some very rude people. I'm telling you, some people are so rude to you. And you can't do nothing but accept it. But guess what? In the end, we win. Because if you just be quiet and be still and know that he's God, he said, I heard this in my spirit one day when someone was attacking me. He told me to be quiet. He said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. And I want to share with you, those that are listening under the sound of my voice, God repaid just what he said. And I mean everything that happened. If you be quiet, get your mouth off of the man, woman of God. Just be cool. Don't worry about it. He said, Pastor Mo, you say be cool? Yes, be cool. Chill. Be quiet. Take a stance back. Just be stand still just like the Roman soldier, you know. Be still. Just stand there, you know, and don't say a word and watch God move for you. That very person that came up against you going to have to come right back to you and humble themselves before you. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. In other words, we're going into a time where God is saying this is the wrapping up. Love never fails. Amen? And then when it said it don't parade itself, it's not puffed up, does not behave rudely. It says does not even rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. Now, you know that's hard for some of us. Bears all things. Can you bear what I go through? Can I bear what you go through? Can I trust that God is going to bring you out? Yes. If I trust the word of God, believers, you've got to believe that God believes everything that you believe. If you trust God, I'm going to tell you this now. There's no need of crying. Tell him, please, please, please. 
Don't do God like that. He said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. All you got to do is trust him at his word and believe on his word. And God will do what he promised you. I'm telling you, this is real in my spirit. I know I come from it. I've been there, done that. And I can tell you it is so. He brought me through. God still considers the most evil and corrupt person worth something, believe it or not, because he let us know he paid the ultimate price for us. You think about the thief on the cross. Am I right about it? And one of the very first uh, verses that we teach our children, we ought to teach them that God is love. Uh, Whosoever believeth in God, he said that in word, uh, what is it, Romans 10, 9 and 10, Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh-huh. Confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. That's one of the first things we should believe, that God loves us, that we were guilty. But because of his unfailing love, he's a lovable God. He's not an unlovable God. He's a lovable God. But God doesn't want us to work against each other. He wants us to work together. I'm telling you, listen to me. God loves everybody and he's given everybody an opportunity that want to come to him. Everybody might not be saved. But if you call upon the name of the Lord and do what's necessary to be saved, you are just as worthy as somebody that's been in the church all their life. Because that, you know what, I take this just as the word of God says, how they begin to work. And, you know, one man worked all day and the next man came and he only worked a little while and got the same pay. That's how it is with the word of God. Just like with the five uh, was foolish and five was wise. The bridegroom came, and guess what? The ones that didn't have any oil, guess what? They wanted to get oil from the girls that had the oil. Come on, somebody. We got to know that God loves us so much he give us another chance and another chance and another chance. Don't think God has left you and he's gone now because you're not in that certain, I'll put it like this, same position right now. Something happened and you got knocked out of position. And the love people, they don't stop loving you like they used to. Hey, let me tell you something. People don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But I know somebody that can put you in heaven if you take your eyes off of flesh. Amen? I want you to make it to heaven. And tonight I believe this is going to bless you. There is power in the love of God. Amen? 1 John chapter 4, verse 18 says, there is no fear in love. See, when we walk in love, we don't have a fear. That's why people have a problem with people that walk in love. Because, you know, they're scared of us because they know we're going to do what God say. And and you might do all, all you want to do. You can be a Haman to the third power. Set your traps. Set your guillotine 10 feet high. You're going to hang from the very guillotine because we don't walk in fear. We walk in faith. Amen. And when you walk in faith, love going to come along with it. Amen. So you just might as well just grab hold to this tonight and say, I'm no longer bound, but I'm free today because God loved me and the love of God is in me. And I'm going to let God rise to the top and I'm going to walk in God's love. Amen. Love has been perfected among us in this. And it says that we may have boldness in that day of judgment. So you got to keep walking with God regardless to what people do to you. 
you got to keep walking. Don't you look to the left or to the right. Just keep your eyes up to God. Amen. But verse 18 back is what I was saying before that. There is no fear in love, but perfect love. Now listen to this. See, you can have love, but listen to this. Perfect love casts out fear. So when you walk in that divine love of God, it casts out fear. You won't even fear those who try to make you fearful. You will stand toe-to-toe with the enemy and command him to shut up in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, you got to get this love just like God showed me. I'm telling you, you got to know God loves you so much that perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. You don't want to be tormented. Torment is a spirit that keeps you all tore up on the inside, thinking you're not this, or even you holding your head thinking like, why can't I have one? Why I'm not this? Why they got that? Why are they this? Why are they that? Because you're not walking in perfect love. When you walk in perfect love, guess what happens? You walk in your calling. You walk in the order of God. You Then you won't be mad. You won't be angry with anyone. You'll just say, I'm doing my job the way God called me to do it. Well, I know I am because when I got saved in 1982 versus now, I'm telling you, baby, I can give it to you and give it to you with both pistols, baby. I'm telling you right now, the Lord himself blessed me, brought me from nothing to something. People don't even understand right now how I got where I am today But it wasn't me. It was the love of God because I fell in love with God. When you fall in love with God, he falls in love with you. And nobody can stop you. Nothing can stop you. Amen? We got to respect them that respect us. And one thing about me, I'm going to give it to you righteously. When you walk in perfect love and walk in order of love, you will respect leadership. You respect those that have rule over you. I don't care what uh, organization or, say, uh, whatever sect or group you're in, I don't know. Uh, well, nevertheless, uh, you will have respect for that thing. You don't, you don't overwalk them. You don't overstep them. You don't, you don't dog them. I'm talking to someone today. You might need to go back and repent to your pastor or your friend or even someone that you stepped on their toes because, you know, you thought you knew so much about the word of God, but you you missed that part. You missed that part of humbling yourself because it takes humility to receive this love that I'm speaking about. Amen? So when we talk about perfect love cast out fear, because fear involves torment, we will not be tormented anymore because the power is in the love of God. You will not be tormented another day. I cast that spirit to dry places, never to rise again, and I lose the power of God. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. You see what I'm saying? He who fears has not been made perfect. And, you know, God is not saying that we're ready, we're finished. No. 
because you're not going to be finished until you get to heaven. But while you're here on earth, you got to know that you serve a God that's able to bring you to a place of deliverance. Call those things to be not as though they were. I mean, it looks raggedy today. You may not have everything you want. You may not have the big house like your friend. You may not have the nice car like your friend. You may not have the best marriage like your friend. But you don't know what your friend been through to get sad. But when you walk in love, guess what? You get satisfied where you are. Stop looking at people and begin to love off on God. There's power in the love of God. I'm telling you, and you will not even see what others are getting or doing. You won't get jealous if they get a promotion. You won't have an attitude. Because the power of God, it shows us more love, more love as we keep going. That's what I love about God. In spite of everything that seems to be apparent about someone who has been driven into sin or whatever, actions and sin, whatever. You know, you might be in a situation where you dash your foot against a stone. Guess what? You can pray that person out because perfect love casts out all fear. Carry your sister or brother. Let them know, sister, I love you. Brother, I love you. And I know God is able to bring you out of that thing and you coming out. And you coming out on top. But the only way they're going to come out, they got to see that you don't have no fear in you. They got to know that there's no fear in you, that you really believe in the true and the living God. I had one call me today, and she was going through some things. And I said to her, do what is right in the sight of God, and then God's going to do what's right for you. I said, don't get even. Don't you do nothing stupid. I said, but you do what the word of God say, and I guarantee you this, you will be blessed. And she was so grateful for the information she said when she got off the phone me, I'm so glad I talked to you. I feel so much better. I said, no, that was God. That was not me because I, I can't give you anything. All I can do is tell you to trust in the word of God. Amen. But listen to this, but the Lord, the Lord extends his mercy to us, and he allows salvation for everyone, anybody that want to come to me. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. You have to trust God's word. I'm telling you, if you begin to trust him at his word, you don't have to fear anymore. It will leave you. And I heard the sister say earlier about Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the spirit. You know, we got to have the fruit of the Spirit in order to get this love because in the fruit of the Spirit there is nine fruit, and we thank God for that too because some people may only have three or four, but before we leave here, I'm telling you, when we get ready to get caught up, we what it says, the mortal going to be taking on immortality, so we know one thing, God's going to get us to that place of perfection for sure. 
and we ain't got to worry about it because we're not in fear. We're waiting on the true and living God. I don't know who you waiting on, but I'm waiting on God. And there's no and there's no fear in them that trust God. And I trust God with my life. And I want you to read this next scripture with me because I believe this is going to be a blessing to us because we need to to read instead of just hearing. A lot of times when you just hear, you think the person is making it up, and then you say, well, that person said that. But let's go to uh, Galatians 5, and we're going to go in verse 22. And it says here, verse 22 says, all right, let me go there. Wives, submit to your own husband as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. But then we're going to go back to five, not five, but to um, uh, 20. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in all the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In submitting to one another, listen at, in the fear of God. We're going to submit to each other only because we are filled with the Spirit and we are believers. The inner man believes in God, and there's not going to be a warfare with us if we're walking together. But we got to walk together. We cannot walk against each other, okay? Just always remember that that was out of Ephesians. I'm sorry. I gave you, I said Galatians, Ephesians. That was out of Ephesians, what I wrote, read there. Now we're getting ready to go to Galatians because I want you to be on point with me. That was Ephesians I read. Now we're going to go to Galatians. And Galatians 5.22, we want to go there and we're going to go in the fruit of the Spirit. Because in the fruit of the Spirit, I'm telling you, that fruit is juicy. And if you get that fruit, you got it. Because I'm going to tell you. No weapon formed against you going to prosper once you get that fruit because that fruit will teach you how to live right, how to walk right, how to talk right. Because so many times we, we be just talking against each other, fighting each other, and guess what? It gets us nowhere. But if we walk in love like the fruit of the Spirit said, oh, my God, God get the glory. Let's go there now. And the fruit of the Spirit, listen to this, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Oh, my God. Just those few right there is enough. If, you, if, if we could grab that, the church will be in good shape. This is Christian character right here. Love. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness. Oh, there go kindness again. Oh, my God, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So who can you, who are you to judge a man if he's trying to walk in the fruit? We got to walk in the fruit. I'm telling you, God is looking for people that don't mind surrendering their lives and love but you've got to walk in love. If you fell down, somebody might have failed. I don't know who you are. And then there's people that may, you know, I, I'm going off the script on this one. This is what you call unorthodox, okay? 
you may have gotten pregnant out of wedlock. And, you know, when that happens in the church, you know, we ostracize those people. But I'm going to tell you something. You be very careful because you don't know. That can that can easily fall on you. Amen? Uh, let's stop judging those people. Let's begin to pray for them and tell them that, you know, that may not have been the will of God, but let me teach you the will of God. Let me teach you that it is God's will for you to marry than to burn. And most of all, Amos 3 and 3 says, how can two walk together except they be in agreement? Let's teach them, not beat them. Amen? Because some folk want to be saved, but because we will not demonstrate the love of God, they can't even get a breakthrough. Come on, church, let's grab this thing and let's go home. I'm telling you, done had the baby out of wedlock 29 years ago and you still talking. It's time for the church to stop and get on their job and say, God, you is love, and in you there is no darkness, and I want my sister to make it to heaven. She might have messed up 39 years ago, but she's here today to say, God, I love you with the love of Jesus. I want somebody to be healed. I want your body to be healed. Do you know if you love somebody so much, their body will be healed? See, a new life will come when you start showing folk love. I'm telling you, we got to stop beating each other. Stop trying to act like we're more saved. We're the ones that got all the answers. The only one got the answers, are, um, let me tell you, baby, is God. Amen. And when you fall, you better call on him. He said, call upon me while I am yet near. That's right. Call on God while he is yet near. Because if you call on your friend, she just not might not be at home. But if you call on the one that loves your soul, I guarantee you he'll get back in contact with you. I, I love him because you know why? I've seen people fall. I've seen this stuff happen. And, you know, a lot of people didn't even know my business and tried to judge me. Didn't know my husband had got baptized at 12 midnight on Eaton Street just because they didn't see it, but they judged me. Oh, yes. Didn't know my pastor Terry with him for the Holy Spirit, but people judged me. That's why I'm here to tell you, people of God, don't let nobody put you in heaven or hell, okay? Because God is the one that's the judge. He's the final judge. And if you listen to man and then you go by his life because it looks so beautiful, it's a Norman Rockwell look, but you get deep inside that thing, honey, you don't even know the man's so sick of his wife, he probably wants to pack up and leave. But I'm here to tell you God is love, and in him there is no darkness. He wants to love you back into position. He wants to love you when nobody else loves you. God wants to love you. And I'm here to tell you tonight that our God loves you when no one else do. I can't thank him enough. I, I'm telling you, it, it, you just don't know. I love God so much. And, and I know when I be preaching, people be saying, Jesus, you, you really go in. Yes, I do. Because, honey, guess what? I'm indebted to Jesus. Amen. Let's go to I, John 4, and 18 and 19, and that will be my final two uh, scriptures. It's, I said there is no fear in love. 
Now, this is what I want you to do this week. Stop fearing, and and I want you to be obedient. If you're in a church or if you're under somebody's jurisdiction and any kind of entity, whether it be your job, whether it be a, uh, even an initiative like BWE, Jacqueline King is the CEO, for instance, and the apostle is over her. I have no business doing anything over Jacqueline King or Apostle. I follow the leader, amen, and then you won't have to get burnt or, you know, be all out of your lane. Stay in your lane, and then guess what? Perfect love will cast out all that fear. You ain't got to worry about it. They're going to call you and tell you off, amen. But let me read this real quick. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear because Fear involves torment. Torment comes when you're wrong. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. 19, we love him because he first loved us. Isn't that beautiful? I'm telling you, there is power in the love of God. Father, we bless you tonight. We honor you as king of glory We honor you, God, because you saved us. You are our soon-coming king, God. We thank you for the realm of glory that we're going in. There's a transition. If there's not a, oh, my God, if there's not a flowing, you ain't going. I'm telling you right now, God is flowing. And if you ain't flowing, you ain't going. So you better catch up with this thing. God is blessing right now. God is getting ready to raise up a global, I told Sister Jackie, Jacqueline, I don't want to disrespect that Dr. Jacqueline King, that this is a global network. It's not just this. It's bigger than this because I see it bigger than this because I I feel myself growing stronger and want to help more. And, you know, not only that, I feel God is getting ready to do something. He's getting ready to equip you with people. They're going to connect coming from the east, west, north, and the south just like he's doing now for churches all over the world and and different initiatives. Because if you're trying to do the kingdom work, God said, I'm calling for people who want to do kingdom work. I pray for everyone that failed. I want you to know God loves you tonight. Get back connected to God. Get somewhere, repent, line up with God, because God's love has power in it. In the name of Jesus, I thank you once again. I'm Dr. Teresa Moten. Isaiah 54 and 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. God bless you.